I know, and asking you not to yell is asking too much. Oh, yeah, no. That's why I have to turn it down, because I know I'm going to get loud, especially about this stupid game. Yeah, no, no, like, we've met, and, like, I'm... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a very quiet, reserved person. What? I don't even think you sleep quiet. Uh, I mean, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the uh, otherworldly speaking and snoring. They speak through me, Jake. Is that how I can learn what your true name is? And then finally I can have dominion over you? Ah, uh, well, you, I don't know if you'll learn my true name. <laughs> Soon. Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. Jason. And this time we played... I, Divine Cybermancy. Okay, so I need to explain this real quick. So it's I, like E-Y-E, but it's an abbreviation that I don't actually know if I ever found out what it stood for. Uh, and then colon, so like this is the, the subtitle, Divine Cybermancy. E, weird squiggle, E, Divine Cybermancy. Yes, technically they stylize it so that the, the Y is actually a Greek psi and the second E is backwards. E, psi, E. So, so E, psi, three? Yeah. Ugh. Divine Cybermancy. Colon. Divine yeah. Cybermancy. So, godly magic to control machines? Yeah, checks out. Right? So you're like a, a, a priest of robots? Robo Robot priest! <laughs> Hooray! That would be so much better than this game. Does that mean you only touch them if they're, like, newly made? No, no, think about it. It's fine. Released July 2011 on Windows. Developed and produced by... How the fuck do you say this? Stream on? Stream on? I would say stream on. Stream on Studios. Other games released in 2011. We covered in Homefront, Duke Nukem Forever, and Two Worlds 2. Now... Before we get into this hot fucking garbage, seriously, and I mean this, where the fuck do we start? Uh, okay, so do you know anything about the storyline? No. Okay, so I'm going to read the Wikipedia synopsis real quick, because I don't either. Uh, I'm just going to read this word for word very quickly, and then we're going to pretend like this is what happens in this game. <clears throat> I Divine Cybermancy is set in a dystopian future. The player takes the role of an I-member, a secretive and elite army of demon-fighting, psi-cybernetic warrior monks, the military wing of an ancient demon-fighting cult called the Sectoceptorum that dates back before mankind colonized space. With access to advanced technology, each member is infused with cybernetic, psionic training, and genetic modification. A mystical alien army, the Metastorum, Drumetic force, <laughs> supposedly the psionic manifestation of countless environments and races destroyed by colonization efforts, rampages through all of known space, taking advantage of this chaos. The Sectera Semtorum is attempting to seize power from the all-powerful Federation, the current human government, spanning countless worlds under its corrupt fist, made of various government and mega corporations, weakened from the metastrumatic force attacks. <laughs> To complicate events, I is composed of two groups, the Jian Shang Di and the Kulter Dai. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> the player belonging to the latter. 
Once proud allies in the past, they're currently in the middle of an unofficial and secret civil war. Player wakes from a botched operation that left his comrades dead with no memory of what happened, fighting their way through the Federation forces and back to I base of operations. He learns a message addressed to himself. Do not trust anyone. Your loyalties are, turn, are torn between the commander uh, and the power-hungry leader of the cult and a father figure to the player character and your mentor, a wise and grouchy warrior who seeks to unite the two sides in one force the player must choose between supporting uh, the three different people leading to two distinct different storylines yeah so okay so i think i got through that fast enough to explain that uh for me basically none of that mattered or happened Ooh, samesies yeah so my experience was they would put me in a location and i would kill everything until it let me continue the game now, I had tried to play the game uh, without the genocide, um, and I, I can't say that I picked up uh, any of that. And, you know, maybe maybe I just hadn't got to the uh, the mystical alien army of the uh, Metastromic Force, I guess, right? I, I don't fucking know. I met an alien. I tried to kill him. The game wouldn't let me. Hmm. I met, I don't know if it was an alien. I assume so. It was some weird thing with four arms. No, huh? The aliens glow. Yeah, he was glowing. Oh, was it? Did it let you kill him? Could you talk to him? He got splatter killed hard. (laughs) I didn't really see too much of a difference uh, working with your mentor and uh, Gian or the commander and the culture days, but maybe I didn't make the right choices to get to where it makes you like it forces a decision Uh, because I was watching uh, somebody try and explain to me what the fuck is happening. Like there's I was just like on YouTube story explanation please anybody and everyone that i watched did not do what i did and i'm not saying that what i did was like fucking totally crazy out of the norm it's just like no one picked the same path i did so whatever they were talking about i was fucking lost yeah uh to its i guess benefit it has a ton of options you can do almost anything and solve most of your problems through a variety of means and there's like you know multiple different people that you can either help or not help but it is a confusing muddled mess yeah yeah jesus so let's let's talk about the different the variety of ways and the tools that they give you that allow you to accomplish your goals yeah like when you're in a stage there are different uh there's the main quest that you're on and then different quest givers that you can find scattered throughout that just give you different objectives and they're usually pretty simple yeah you can go in full-on guns blazing uh, you can sneak around. You can use your fucking psi powers to hack into all the things and take control of them. So literally nothing sees you if you don't feel like going that stealthy. Yeah, there's a whole hacking mini game. Ugh, Jesus, the fucking hacking mini game. Yeah, especially when you're bad at hacking, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. Uh, I talked to whoever I absolutely had to, and then I went in with a fucking minigun and blew everything away. Well, yeah, I mean, there were a few occasions where I, like basically had to hack something yeah and then that was always obnoxious and then every other time i was just like i'm just gonna destroy everything so in addition to the multiple ways you can go about something they give you access to almost the entire armory from the onset yeah which is really cool and that it gives you one a lot of variety but two the chance early on to experiment and see which weapons you like and which ones you don't yeah, you can just kind of set your loadout however you feel best. If that involves, uh, I was trying to check, you can cram like 
seven different guns into your build. Yeah, you can just go in armed to the fucking teeth. Because it, it, it's laid out like you have a certain number of slots. Like they're little squares and each weapon takes up so many squares. So doing a bit of like Tetris, you can jam a lot of guns in your inventory. Yeah, although the way that it's laid out is kind of weird. Yes. Because it's uh, segmented between your torso, arms, like shins and thighs. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's not it's it's a weird system, but it's certainly usable. Yeah, it it seems to be to prevent you from having just a bunch of heavy weapons, because the heavy sniper takes up half of your torso. The minigun takes up most of your torso. Yeah, so it's to prevent you from just having all heavy weapons. But that's what I want. I know, right? I mean, not really, because they weigh so much, and then you move slower because you're, like, bogged down with a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of options, you have a shit ton of psi abilities. I guess. I wouldn't, I, I, I didn't use them, um, but there is a bunch of options. Like, there's the hacking, which is a psi ability, the uh, cyber legs, because you can't just run, that's its own ability. Uh, also, the cyber jump. Yep. Which is just a jump boost. I mean, um, my character was miserable at psionics because he was full Kuwabara. Yeah, I went... Uh, so, what he's talking about is, <laughs> in the character creation, you have the option to give it, like, different genetic stats, right? Right. So, as they said in here, each person is uh, infused with different mutations. And so, at the very beginning, they give you four uh, mutations, four DNAs to, like, select from to give your character bonuses to their stats. And you went full Kuwabara. One of them is called Guabara, but it gives you strength and endurance and takes away like all your mental stats. So it's totally... No, I didn't totally call my character Kuwabara the whole time <laughs> as I was trying to punch things to death with a sword. Effectively punch things to death with a sword? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's the like alien DNA, which just gives you a bonus to all your stats. So I just went like all that. Yeah, weird. There's one that's just like, this is good. Hooray. Uh, this one has no downsides. You're welcome. Do you just want to be better? Yeah, so in addition to the plethora of shit you have access to, you can also research to get other abilities and upgrades, right? That's where you get the upgrades? Yes. So of. one of the psi abilities is uh, called alchemy, and any of the ammo or weapon drops it from any of the enemies you kill you can turn it into this like glowing sigil and then it gives you health back. A very little amount of health. But for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to research the goddamn med kit. So I had no heal besides that. You you, you researched the med kit. That's it. It's one it, of the first things you can research. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware. And I'd hit it and it's like, it, it wouldn't fucking do anything. And it doesn't matter, Jason. It doesn't matter. Because I had that bullshit in a goddamn minigun. Nothing like nothing almost ever did as much damage to me as that I would need to heal. Oh, also the psi abilities affect your um, mental capacity and it makes you crazy. Oh, do they? Yes. Huh. Weird. If you break one of your legs and you start to hobble and it says it gives you like a little health boost, but I'm not sure if it actually does you on the keyboard, press V to perform maintenance on yourself. Yes. It fixes your like broken limbs and it gives you a small amount of health back. Okay. And um, the more you use the powers, it gets you kind of crazy, and that uh, brings you back to normal. Otherwise, if you don't, you start to hallucinate, which can be interesting. I never got there. I wasn't using any powers. So I was just bringing the murder. I don't really think you were either, were you? 
What about Kuabara says I was using powers? Well, you could have done the thing where you made copies of yourself and they could have went full Kuabara too. I'm not Naruto. I'm not Shadow Clone Jutsuing it up. Ugh. God, I hate Naruto. Uh, so, uh, I don't even... Jake, where do I, where do I start? This game, uh, if you, like, if you've never heard of this developer, and it was developed and published by the same people, um, they're did a, we, a did, French team, right? That is what we were told. Did you actually check? Uh, I started to, and then I got sidetracked with literally anything else. Yeah. Okay. So based in Chile near Paris, it's. Everyone speaks either like French or Chinese or some weird combination of. If you couldn't tell from the names of the like groups and people, it's very like incorporates a lot of Eastern philosophy, I guess, or it wants to. Yeah, that that is what they're going for. And um, then obviously being made by a French studio. Uh, So you're just reading everything, which ain't exactly great for engagement. But then like. Oh, it's so weird. Uh, you know, the the whatever mutant hit mutations that you get at the beginning, right? I had one of them uh, was whatever the Guabara that I was using. They all have weird names like that. Like none of them say strength. They're all just like, I don't know what any of this means. And then you have to look through a description. And then once you equip all of them, you can just still constantly reroll your character as it gives you different stats every time. Yeah, which is an interesting choice. Like, why wouldn't you just keep rerolling till your shit's good? Yeah, because you can. It's, what? Okay. If you want to high roll a character, you absolutely can do that. And then you start playing and you wake up and uh, it briefly gets mentioned that, like, your character wakes up in this, like, nether realm and... You're, you walk up to this portal and you're like, my mentor's dead, but I didn't do it. And you walk through the portal and it teleports you into like the past slash your memories and you play through them. And then if you die, you show back up in this weird nether realm and there's a weird watcher dude there. And he's like, that was only one potential future. And you go back through the portal and it like starts you back at like your last save point, basically. I don't know. Their way around death is that, like, this is all uh, simulations or time loops, but it they never actually say which one it is, to my knowledge. Like, at least I never ran into it. Yeah, I don't think so. And I wasn't aware that until we were talking about it, uh, was that earlier today? Yes. That the whole thing was a, like, fucking dream time loop. I figured it was a story moving forward. <laughs> no. Not really. Like, that's... Everything gets weird and complicated. Uh, which isn't even my biggest issue. None of none of this storytelling garbage, and it's garbage, is my biggest issue with this game. Okay, um, before we move away from the storytelling. And I, I don't... I don't like what they're doing with the story. Because it's almost like they're going for, like, political intrigue. I guess. But it's not, like, intriguing. And, like... They give you enough dialogue that, like, they're trying to overcomplicate things, but it's not that complicated. And maybe that's just me reading into it. I, yeah, I honestly couldn't say. Again, I was uh, the agent of death. I showed up on a planet and I left when everything was ruined in my wake. But, and it's, um, even without knowing what the ending was, you get the impression that the dialogue choices that you make 
don't really make that much of a difference. It comes down to a yes or no, no matter how much on-screen text there is. There's no subtlety to it. And it just, none of it felt that engaging. I mean, I definitely wasn't engaged by the story. But then I definitely wasn't engaged by the gameplay. <laughs> okay. Want to talk about the graphics? Sure, they're bad. Well, it was made in 2011, and it, it looks like it. I guess. Like, it's not pretty for 2011. It, what really weirded me out, though, was the uh, the color schemes. Mud? Yeah, it's like every world has uh, its own certain color, and it's dark and grayish and greenish or yeah. brownish. And I get that, you know, again, it, it, they're going for this, like, dystopian future cyberpunk-type theme, but... Not even like full cyberpunk. It's more, yeah, dystopian because the color palette they chose was all just grays and browns. Grays and browns. Yeah, like super muted. Everywhere. And so it's just muddled and ugly. You know, it trying to hide how bad your graphics are by making them hard to see, by making it dark and making everything gray and brown doesn't make your graphics better. It just makes it hard to look at. The one thing I'll give him is the design between the Geon and the Coulters. Because the Coulters have a more, uh, like, European knight look to them. And the Geon have a more, like, kind of samurai armor aesthetic. Sure. Well, it's like, once you know, it's easy to pick between them. Like, you know, they're you're all fucking secret robot goddamn warrior monk demon fucking whatever. Or whatever bullshit the Wikipedia page said. Yep. I have down psychic clowns. It's not that far off. <laughs> so the graphics are bad. And in addition to the graphics being bad, uh, you move so slowly. Oh my God. I need you to understand, folks. You move so slowly that when you're not sprinting, you might as well not be moving. And when you're sprinting, you have a sprint meter. You know, Obviously, you have an endurance bar that drops. So you can't sprint all the time. And it's awful feeling well your endurance bar is also your energy bar for all your power shit you're not using sure well yeah because you can crouch and it comes back faster which means you get to move slower i didn't even realize crouching was an option Woo! Uh, no i did because crouch was uh hold to crouch right it was hold to crouch yep, hold and to crouch press to zoom not hold to zoom press to crouch which is what it should be yeah, because that uh, click for ADS is super weird. <laughs> yeah. I fucked that up all the time where I would just like hold my uh, right mouse button and it would just like snap in and out. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? All oh, right. I need to just tap that. Right. <laughs> oh, God. It feels wrong. It does. Because I... you you tap that and then you want to crouch and you tap crouch and your guy just like teabags the ground yeah and you're you just like, give a little dip <laughs> no no i want you i want i want to aim what is happening so then you pull out your exploding sword and you just charge right into the fray well uh like you're jamming your way through quicksand because you don't do anything fast no you do not even if you're in light armor you're not carrying a bunch of shit which is neat no your character moves incredibly slowly I don't know if it's just a function of the game or what, but yes, your, your character moves so slowly, it's agonizing. You know, they also have this weird aesthetic choice when uh, you press and hold the run button where all of the screen, like, does that weird double thing? I hate this. When you run, 
as as you start running, uh, everything on the screen starts to split and do like yeah, blurred double vision. Everything, the the world, the your HUD, everything does this weird like double vision thing. No, no, you could do it standing still, and it does the same thing. Your momentum doesn't matter at all. Well, why? It's so bad. It's a strange blur effect, if that's what they were going for, and I assume that that is, but... I have to assume, but it just feels like it's punishing me for running. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah. You go slow and you like it. Oh. Ooh, ooh, um, the game doesn't really tell you any of this, but you do have a tutorial. That's good, uh... I was going to say one more thing real quick with movement uh, because of how slow you move. Uh, how often did you jump? Almost never. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy the recovery time on jumping? Were you doing the uh, power jump? Where, where you jump and then you land and like the whole world kind of shifts. Oh, yeah. And it makes a kaboom because sound. Because you a like, metric shit ton and you hit the ground like a goddamn meteor coming in. <laughs> and it sounds like someone dropping a like... Uh, crate like a container from a container ship and it sounds like one of those falling and then your character like stands there for a good two to five seconds and then you can move again and so jumping just feels awful because it steals all your momentum little things man <laughs> i liked how weighty you landed and it made perfect sense if i was in heavy armor and i i felt because i moved extra slow that i should be in like fucking fallout power armor but like when i'm mystic cyber ninja monkey assassin running around in my fucking light armor why do i still yeah hit that hard you can just have light armor and one pistol and be like this is all i have on me and the default sword you're super light you're sprinting and then you jump and you land and it goes boom and all of your forward momentum stop as you shake the world and you're like what what why why would they do this to me Fuck yeah. So, the tutorial. Tutorial. There's uh, like 30 of them. Yeah, so uh, because it gives you access to all this shit up front, and it doesn't like give you an, an in-game explanation while you're doing it in, like, say, a tutorial area where it would walk you through things. Instead, what it does, and this is maybe my favorite thing about this game, and I mean this honestly, this is such a weird fucking choice, is that you press T to bring up the tutorial menu, and it's just a bunch of 30-second videos. Yeah. Why? It, it doesn't have you do them. It just it literally plays clips at you. It's fuck. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, it's I don't know cuz I believe this I mean this is listed as their first game they ever made and it says they took like 2 years to make it. I don't know if they've played games before this. I assume not. Cuz they were like how will our players know what to do and they're like oh just record something for them. Yes, because no video game has ever had a tutorial before 2011. <laughs> no, they oh. invented them. Oh, speaking of things that games didn't have before 2011, want to talk about multiplayer? I mean, so in theory, there's some sort of multiplayer. <laughs> Heavy emphasis on the word theory. Uh, basically, like, you host your own, like, server that people can connect to to play in your game if you open it up we could never get it working uh there was stuff on the internet that said you have to work on port forwarding and all this other like random hoops to try to jump through to confuse the game into letting other people connect <laughs> yep so we actually never got it working i don't i don't even know where to like 
the game's better with friends. And that is not worth saying ever. It is not a statement that holds meaning. You are the walking avatar of death if you choose to be, which is how both of us played. And there is never enough on-screen enemies that it would require two people. What would two of us even do besides just get shit done faster? Which would have sounds been nice. great in theory, but like, I, I wasn't picking up side quests. Like, I didn't give a shit. I would talk to a couple people like at first, realize it's like yes or no, go out of my way for an objective that doesn't matter. Ooh boy. I don't care. I don't care about you people. I don't care about your bullshit problems, except for the one guy that you can convince to kill himself, which I didn't do because I'm supportive, but I also didn't get a, an achievement for it, which is what I was hoping for. Lame. Uh, yeah, no, I honestly found myself handicapped more by movement speed than by uh, enemies in my way because I would just cut them down easily and then it'd be like, you still got to get your objective and I would just walk like plod across the area and just be like, <laughs> the objective's over there. So yeah, there's just like weird ass multiplayer that does not work. And I, again, it, it would have been nicer to play together because then there's something to distract me from this game that I'm playing. Yeah. It's not, it's not a positive to be like, ah, oh, you might've had more fun playing with someone else <laughs> to distract you from this game. Uh, it's full-on RPG style. Every time you level up, you get skill points to spend on, like, points to put into your stats. As you collect money, you can spend that money on, as we said, research. There's also, like, cybernetic enhancements you can buy to increase different things about your character. It's, you know, full character customization type stuff. And obviously, to open the character menu, you press B. Yeah. Character. B for character. Um, which was one of the, like, the, the key binds on this game were amazing. Because, you know, B for character, M for nothing, there is no mini-map. You don't need a map. No, that might be useful. You just know where you are. I for also nothing, I was unbound. It's not your inventory. It's just not a thing. Huh. Yeah. Like, I wonder, and I know the answer, Um, if... Maybe the words that we would associate with the uh, different keys are just not the same starting letter in French. That's not the case. There is no way that B is for character in French. I mean, what, what is uh, B clearly stands for Brosifs. Oh, yeah. Our currency. Hands down. Best thing about the game. What are they like? Bruzevs? Something like that. Bruzovs. Yeah, it's a fucking Brosifs. Yeah, the Brosifs. I need to go spend a bunch of Brosifs on this thing. Kill some shit. Get a Brosif. Yeah. Uh, hands down, the best thing about this game for me was when I stopped playing it. Hmm. Uh, so all of those things led into, yeah, just like the actual gameplay of the game, going through levels, doing benign, dumb shit, kill these enemies and go here to activate a thing and bring it back. Go here and kill this specific enemy. It was always slow and plodding. I died rarely because uh, they let you pick from all the weapons and so you can take uh what i took was the heavy sniper rifle the anti-material rifle whatever you want to call it which one shot everything headshot or no you shoot someone in the body they explode just red mist a so, satisfying red mist not really that didn't snipe but it didn't look that good no it feels super clunky and because it has two levels of zoom it's super awkward with the press to zoom thing going. 
Ooh, yeah, you, I bet. You click, and then it, it, it was not pleasant. Which I settled on sniping because melee is an awful, awful option because you just take so much damage trying to get to people because of how slow you move that it's not worth trying. Okay, but you did have an exploding sword. I did. So when you got to just, like, sneak up on people, uh, fantastic. You just swing, and they explode into pieces, and you're like, one shot, what up? <laughs> get uh, wrecked. And then you're like, there's a guy across this plaza, and he just shoots you a bunch as you're like, come here. I'm made of donuts. <laughs> I mean, the minigun's not... There is no, like, zoom on it, so it's just the uh, ADS. Is this weird fisheye sort of lens? So I guess it does kind of have a zoom. But it's a fucking minigun, so it isn't like you're aiming accurate with it. So, like, I never bothered. You just uh, have that shit like your Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger and go to town. Just trying to cut down some trees with this SOB. And it, like, just in front of you... Sprays bullets, so many bullets, nothing but bullets, always bullets, and just walking turret my way through everything, which was fun at first. And then I was quickly out of stuff because it's, it's a heavy weapon and it, they, it hits really hard. And anything at a distance I couldn't hit like effectively, but it didn't matter because I had a bunch of ammo with me and I was just like emptying clips into stuff because fuck it. And it wasn't like, it was okay at first. The only gun that I found that I enjoyed was a um, semi-automatic assault rifle. Sure. Um, just because, like, I felt like I could aim and I got used to the weird ADS. The only weapon I enjoyed using was the grenades, pretending I was Bomberman. Didn't even get any grenades in the whole game. Bomberman! Oh, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, are you ready to wrap this up? Yes! This game's awful. I am amazed that this game was suggested to us by someone, by the way, who apparently used to play it for fun. I hated this game. And just about everything it brought to the table. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Um, a lot of games that we play, like I have to force myself to play, but I can sit down and do it. This one, I had, like, I could only take it for 20 minutes at a time and I had to go do fucking anything else. Jesus, I hated playing every part of this game. And there's so much of it I should like on paper. But somehow the culmination of this game is less than the sum of its parts, right? Yeah, I mean, I get... Because like... In theory, this game should play out somewhere between, like, I don't know, Fallout and Deus Ex and that kind of stuff. Like, it's a heavy RPG system that gives you a ton of options on how to solve your things with this, like, dystopian, almost cyberpunk future with all your cybernetics and stuff. Like, those are the other two games that I think of if you told me that is the type of game and... I've said how much I've enjoyed the Fallout series and the Deus Ex series I have also really enjoyed. And I hate this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, that's, that's what I thought of, too. And then you play this and you wonder how far, like, how did they get so far from that? What is What even is this? Why doesn't it feel like any of those? In none of the systems does it feel like either of those games, not in any way, shape, or form. You're like, how? How? How are these even related? What is happening? And it keeps going. And I missed the fucking King of Mars. He's a goddamn skeleton on a throne and I wanted to meet him and I never fucking saw him. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I fucking hated this game. I hated every second of it. Yeah, so that's, um, I, Divine Cybermancy. Don't, don't do this. Just don't. Yeah, there, there's no recommendations here. Just, just keep walking. Walk on by.
bum, 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 bum. So now, uh, now we move on to the next part of the podcast, which is letters from listeners. Listeners. Like you. Listeners. Uh, so I got, I got two dialed up here real quick. Well, kind of. I got one dialed up here. I got two emails dialed up here. Anyway, first email, uh, is about, they're both about, uh, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about horror games and how I don't play them. Uh, we'd actually did get quite a few responses, which I'm going to talk about here, uh, is talking about good horror games. Hmm. Uh, so they emailed in and said they definitely love the Silent Hill, uh, PT. Oh yeah, sure. I don't know what that. PT like. was a demo on PS4. Sure. Uh, you were basically stuck in this uh, creepy house, and there's only like uh, a couple hallways you can walk down. And yeah, it's fucking creepy. Okay, so said so they definitely enjoyed that when it was available, despite the uh, jump scares. Uh, and they think without uh, at least the threat of jump scares, then a horror game wouldn't be nearly as good. Also uh layers of fear had some moments which i'm assuming that's a game and then probably wouldn't fit under the traditional horror genre but bloodborne is their favorite that is a kind of grotesque horrorish game oh yeah i would i would consider well any of the souls games even bloodborne i would consider a horror game i guess i don't know it's like i don't know if i would because i don't I don't know how I feel about horror games, like the idea of horror game, right? Like if you're saying that Bloodborne's a horror game, right? It it's not. None of the mechanics of that game are horror. No, no, I'm not saying that it's specifically horror. Like it's a horror and like uh, dark and horror themed game. Okay, but Bloodborne specifically has its own like Lovecraftian Elder God thing going on. Yeah. Which I don't think leans more horror than the Soul series itself, but I think it's definitely horror. I guess. And yeah, like I get what you're saying. It's not like survival horror, I guess. But I, I it's there's definite horror themes there. Also, fucking blood werewolves. Blood werewolves. Uh, so then, so thank you for that email. And then in a continuation, uh, the next email uh references in the agon episode you mentioned you'd like to know some good horror games here's a short list of games that they've enjoyed resident evil 4 dead space amnesia the dark descent the evil within one and two mm. and silent hill 2 okay uh, silent hill 2 is dated by today's standard in video games but one aspect they really enjoyed was that you got different endings depending on how you played yep if you ran away from enemies versus fighting them you got different endings or if you stay close to your companions or leave them behind you would affect how the game... I mean, the dog ending is the only canon ending. Played out. As far as I'm concerned. I don't know any of the endings. I've never played this game. I So these are some more that I might look into. I uh, might actually try to find some that I can get a hold of and maybe try playing them and probably try to play them on stream just so, once again, I can throw out my stark, just like, first reactions as, as we've talked about it and just like as I've, you know suggestions and stuff i think i just don't like most of the genre like as a whole yeah see it really depends on the gameplay for me i like horror games in the same way that i like horror movies and that i like creepy gross shit in your face Ooh, not jump scares because like i'm fucking jaded and jump scares don't really get to me i mean there's a couple sometimes there's a good one and it, it still gets me 
but like i don't do survival horror because it's boring if i can't fight back then like oh if i get caught i die so like let me just run at it and see what it does oh i died i guess i'll like run at it and try and go around which happened recently when i was playing a canarium and i played that on stream and there's the one survival horror section where some shit runs at you so i just rushed it and then it killed me well okay so then i rushed it again and just stepped around it and then kept going and i was fine Woo! pulse pounding I can feel your pulse pounding from here. But, like, uh, the first Resident Evil, I fucking love that game. And uh, Resident Evil 2, I played on 64. Oh, love that game, too. Uh, Silent Hill. Silent Hill's creepy in all the right ways. Fucking Pyramid Head? Oh, man. And, um, well, like, PT was a solid demo. Uh, Alien Isolation is a game that I really want to play. It's newer current gen, as it is. Sure. Well, it plays, like your uh ellen ripley's daughter heading out to the nostromo i believe and you're on your own ship and there's a fucking xenomorph and there's other enemies and shit right and it's kind of survival horror and that like you have to stealth your way around sometimes but you also don't have to the only thing is you can't kill the xenomorph you can attack it you can drive it off but it doesn't die and it's coming back for you and that sounds fucking awesome uh so he wraps up uh with his email a question for us both how would you design a horror video game what would you like to see in it and what mechanics would you like to be used and this one is from uh our actual multiple time writer red dead buckethead hey red dead buckethead yeah i mean i can't really say as i as i've said uh now this episode that just i don't mind horror more horror like themed things but the gameplay of what most like stereotypical horror games are does not appeal to me. Game that I really enjoyed for quite a while uh, was what is it called? Jake, you got the people. You're in the town. Uh, your people always die. It's a dungeon. Oh, crawler. Uh, darkest dungeon. Darkest dungeon. Uh, I mean, it's like all about like horrible monsters coming out of the earth, and you have to fight them. But the actual gameplay is like a, a weird dungeon crawly turn-based combat simulator thing. Resource management. Honestly, there's a lot of resource management in that game. So like the actual gameplay, you don't have to have it be horror themed at all. It is. And I think it's uh, fine and works for what they're going for. I like that game, but it doesn't have to be horror. You could basically take that entire game, reskin it as just like high fantasy and there would be almost no change. Okay. Um so my favorite horror game uh which ties into what I would like if I was going Bubsy to make Bubsy 3D. Oh, no. I oh god. That is horrifying on a a, a, a a fucking cosmic level. Jesus that that is always watching, waiting for <laughs> fucking dead bubsy dreams deep in fucking relay or whatever folks i want you to know that when those words came out of mouth you could see the shiver shoot through his body and he is just like twitching oh my god that that flustered me holy shit no um my uh what i would want if i was to design a horror game is the biggest aspect for me in what is my favorite horror game PUBG. And I, PUBG itself isn't a horror game, but what I mean is the tension that you get from playing that. It's what makes Jaws good, right? 
It's what makes uh, Halloween, the original one. Um, shit, it's one of the things I really liked about Hereditary. Uh, before shit starts really popping off, it's that that unease, that tension in the air. You're fucking waiting for it. It's one of my favorite things about Dark Souls and Bloodborne in those quiet areas when you're not sure if, when something's going to jump out at you and you're just fucking on edge. Resident Evil, Silent Hill, they have the same thing, you know, in parts of it, not the entire game. That's what I would want. And just like you had said, it doesn't necessarily have to be horror-themed. PUBG is not horror-themed. Motherfucker, though. Oh, it's so good. That tension is so good. So, yeah. That, I guess? I mean, I'd prefer it to be horror-themed. Like, I myself, uh, as far as horror movies go, I would prefer, you know, like, some ghost demon shit because it's creepier to me than a serial killer. But in a video game, I'd almost rather prefer, you know, like, a something you can see and shoot at. Because, like, if I'm just, like, armed with a camera running around a fucking clock tower, it doesn't seem that exciting to me. But if I've got, you know, Let your like, camera sees the ghosts! <laughs> but if I've got, you know, like, I don't know, some knockoff hatchet face running at me and I got a double barrel shotgun, alright, let's do this. Click, click, motherfucker. And, you know, go to fire, misfire. Whoops! Chainsaw to face. Sounds great. I'm all about that. Well, uh, I will say we've got more bad... <laughs> games in the queue so get excited folks we're probably gonna have to talk about this some more so i'm gonna gonna call our horror talk to a wrap here because we've got a couple more episodes of horror games coming oh who wrote the uh first email uh was that the one from a narcissist yeah it's narcissist i don't know how much i wanted to identify him oh i don't want to say his name yeah yeah i mean he knows he sent the email i'm i'm not trying to Docs are fans. No, no, but just like Red Dead Buckethead, like other than yeah, but fuck Brain Boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just he wrote in. He's in the uh, Twitch stream. Yeah, which uh, you know Twitch stream. Oh, hey, look at that! It's time for plugs. What? Wow, transition segues for days. Supernatural, and it's really great when you call attention to it seven times. You see how good that transition was? Yeah. I mean, I didn't drop eye puns this whole time, and I really fucking wanted to. Don't make me start now. All right. So, as we just got through emails, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to say to us, you can email thebadgamecast at gmail.com, or you can tweet directly at me, tweet at thebadgamecast. That's me. I tweet maybe once a week. I might try to get back on tweeting more often, but I don't really have anything to tweet about. Yeah, you can also tweet at me, at Jake Prey. Uh, there's a Facebook page. I've actually been keeping up with it. What are you, sick? I know, right? <laughs> I was just like, it'll happen when I'm streaming. I'll be like, I should update the Facebook page. So then I'll just, when I finish the stream, I'll just hop on and update it. Weird, right? Being forced to think about the podcast on the Monday after we release. I'm like, oh, right, we just released a new episode. I mean, shit, that's fairly timely considering how often you used to update it. I know, it used to be like once a month. (laughs) I'm just kidding, it used to be like once a quarter. Yeah, Uh, once a month. (laughs) So you can uh, hit up the Facebook page, it's the Bad Gamecast. Uh, You can hit up uh, the subreddit. You still update that, right? Oh, yeah. Do you still talk to people? I lurk mostly. Okay, so it's just like... um, I don't, it's, it's like Twitter. Cause like I keep meaning to tweet more and I just don't, but I, I go through, uh, the on you, the bad game cast, uh, like every day I'm scrolling through there, but I don't, if I don't have anything to say, like I'm not sure. 
I I don't know if I said it explicitly, but the subreddit is r slash the bad gamecast, which I guess if you don't use Reddit, you have no idea what that means. And if you do use Reddit, well, there you go. Yeah, and all the episodes are posted there as well as Podbean and everywhere else they go out. Yeah, I assume anyone listening to this already knows how to acquire the podcast. Well, hopefully. Uh, and then how did you do that <laughs> well we did mention that uh, the twitch streams exist uh, more specifically twitch.tv forward slash the bad gamecast monday through thursday me or jake depending on what day you show up i'm usually mondays and wednesdays jake is tuesdays and thursdays we play a whole variety of stuff good bad old new weird and in, in between it's mostly on the stream uh we do bad game previews but otherwise it's whatever the hell we want to play yeah so there it's just stuff I like I'm not even going to pretend I know what stuff I'm playing by the time this episode comes out. We don't always know what we're going to play before we start playing something. Yeah. I mean, there's been times where I've sat down like 10 minutes before and been like, what do I have installed right now? Oh, speaking of Canarium, that's uh, why I ended up on that, because the game I wanted to play didn't update in time. Yeah. So, you know, you never know. Sometimes we don't even know. Uh, So you can catch those Twitch streams. Uh, We start at 6 p.m eastern time and they run for uh usually two plus hours oftentimes i don't think we really go over three we don't usually often, go over three now but depends if i'm playing something i enjoy and there's people in chat i might hang around longer but hell yeah is that just the patron yep patreon.com slash the bad gamecast that's not actually how you find us but we are searchable now you can hit that up there's you can donate any amount you want there's one tier it's five dollars uh we haven't added any bonus content yet but we're definitely i keep saying that we're by the end of the year i guarantee you there's going to be a bonus episode yep no stuff actually coming on the way yes but that's just there if if you like what we do here uh it helps us you know keep going yeah, if you like what you do or what we do, buy us a beer. Yeah, if you like what you do, I mean, buy you a beer. You that's good. <laughs> you should like what you do. Everyone should like what they do. Most people don't, but you know, that's life. <laughs> that's life. Also, if you want to help out in other ways that aren't necessarily monetary, tell a friend. Tell a few. Subscribe to the Twitch channel. Sorry, follow the Twitch channel. Whatever. Seriously, I don't even care if you Hit show that up. like button. Just follow. Click that little heart. Stop it. No. Other side. <laughs> Balance it out. I think it's everything. All right. For the bad game cast, I've been Jake. Jason. And we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. That's right. We'll actually see you. We have uh, a way of backtracing all of the downloads and we take over your computer and we have access to your cameras. We stream it. Yeah. So if you have a webcam, just look into it right now and just wave. Hey. How, how you, you doing? doing? Happy birthday. We don't have enough listeners that that happy birthday will get someone. I bet it will. It might, but like, you know, if we have like thousands, then you it'll hit someone. Yeah. Now it's like, eh, it might. <laughs>